Walton School of Medicine is planned for Bentonville and will welcome its first class of students in 2025. The school promises that it will arm practitioners with innovative techniques to combine traditional medical treatments with a whole health approach to patient care. The list of collaborators includes Washington Regional Medical Center in Fayetteville and the world-renowned Cleveland Clinic. We'll take a look at what the founders say will make this school of medicine unique on today's Know the News podcast. Hi, my name is Rusty Turner. I'm the editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and this podcast, Know the News, is brought to you by the newsroom of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. We've got a story coming out in our Sunday editions by Garrett Moore that takes a close look at what's planned at the new medical school in Bentonville, named for its founder and, and the dreamer who came up with the idea, Alice L. Walton, who's also the, uh, the power behind the Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art. So uh, anyway, welcome, Garrett. Thanks, Rusty. Good to be here. So we've been hearing about Ms. Walton's interest in, in health care and improving uh, health care and the way it's delivered for some years now. So let's talk a little bit about the history of that and also the history of uh, uh, whole health, the whole health approach to health care. So kind of summarize your story for us with that in mind. Yeah, so basically the whole health approach is what uh, Alice Walton's school and the, the whole health institute, her uh, other organization that will be related to the school. Uh, it's what they're calling this uh, sort of sort of novel uh, approach to healthcare. Um, it includes traditional medicine, so but it also includes uh, some some other alternative, or they would prefer the term uh, complementary medicine um, and practices. And it's basically a new a new way of looking at healthcare. Um, uh, in a sense, um, that one will be pioneered by uh, those organizations in Northwest Arkansas, but um, it's also uh, the concept has been supported by the establishment of a federal government agency. Um, an office for whole health uh, exists in the uh, Veterans Health Administration. So even uh, the Veterans Health Care System of the Ozarks has. Uh, had a whole health program since 2017. Um, and they have a director that I talked to, Laura Pogue, who uh, broke down uh, for me some of the practices that they do at the VA here in Fayetteville. Um, but then uh, their Washington Regional also has a few specialists who, uh, who specialize in this kind of uh, integrative medicine or complementary medicine is what they call it. Okay. So um, in defining whole health, uh, I think a key component of it, I've read your story a couple of times now, but the key component, a key component seems to be creating a different kind of relationship between patient and doctor uh, uh, from the beginning. So, you know, while the doctor is still going to provide the same you know, traditional medical care for somebody who's who's got an ailment or an illness or or or, or uh, something to treat. Uh, the the relationship between the two and how the doctor re- uh, talks to the patient, how the patient relates to the doctor, has a it plays a key role in in the difference between traditional medicine and, and whole health. Right, absolutely, and uh, that's partly because you know the reason it's termed whole health is just because it's trying to look at supposedly the whole person, you know, mental, social, uh, psychological, physical, even spiritual uh, aspects of uh, the patient. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, even the doctor itself. So when you would come in to see a doctor who has this sort of whole health approach, they'd really want to learn uh, more about you as a person, what your goals are, um, and basically break down how you could live a better lifestyle uh, to get you there. So, so something more than just the the you know admonition you get from your doctor during your annual physical to you know eat better, lose a little weight, and get more exercise. It's more of a conversation about uh, about how to address changes in your lifestyle to make you to make you healthier. Right, right, and it's it's partly comes from a new, or I don't know if it's new, but the recognition that you know mental health problems are often tied to uh, different lifestyles or just the the way we live and basically all pers- all aspects of a person are tied together so when you go to see a doctor and they just look at you know uh, your one chronic illness it might be missing other problems that you have at home or uh, other ways you're living that are unhealthy uh, that a normal doctor wouldn't usually get into asking about mm-hmm. so so, so it's going to take some, uh, you know, not only is the doctor going to have to, to, uh, to respond to patients differently than, than what we may be used to. The patient, to get the full benefit of this, seems like they would have to respond differently to the doctor as, as, as they approach uh, health concerns other than, uh, than immediate physical uh, uh, problem. Right. A big part of whole health uh, from everyone I talk to is educating patients to self-care. So... It's trying to make patients more proactive about living a preventative a lifestyle that prevents uh, diseases mm-hmm. um, in addition to making them healthy and trying to meet their uh, personal goals. Yeah. So, and that also leads into, you know, part of the School of Medicine's goal is, mm-hmm. is to form doctors that uh, think this way, think about people who... Think about people and all the aspects that involve a person uh, more holistically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Ms. Walton announced in 2020 the creation of the uh, Whole Health Institute and Chopra Library, uh, and then a year later is when she announced plans to uh, uh, to create the medical school, which recently uh, um, uh, acquired her name uh, as the as the Alice Walton School of Medicine. So uh, where are they right now? I, you know, they, according to your story, we're they're expecting their first class of forty eight students in twenty twenty five. So uh, so you know what what's happening between now and then uh, when the students arrive? Yeah. So I mean, first uh, they're they're trying to get accredited, um, and so that's a big part of it. And uh, they're also um, trying to bring in local organizations and national organizations to collaborate with uh, what this would look like. But, you know, as far as I know, and I talked to uh, Ryan Cork on the NWA Council about this. He, he oversees the healthcare division of that, uh, that body. And he, as far as he knows, it's the first medical school in the United States that offers this kind of training for their students. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's still there's still a lot um, to iron out from what I hear yeah. about what this approach would look like, what this education would look like. But they do they do have some some idea, obviously, of what the practices would be, yeah. what the principles are. Yeah. So I was uh, I was interested to note the connection between the medical school and 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 the arts uh, that's mentioned in your story as well. You know, we've 
you know, for years we've we've been told that music therapy, art therapy, uh, those kinds of therapies can be helpful uh, to to uh, to patients to uh, to feel better. Uh, you know, while it might not uh, might not heal an injury or or, or cure a disease, it does. Uh, those sorts of things can improve someone's mental health or, or mental approach or 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 how they're feeling um, in general. So, uh, talk a little bit about the connection between uh, between art and 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 medicine uh, in this context. Yeah. So, like a lot of these sort of complementary practices that would complement traditional medicine within the whole health approach, um, there's a growing body of research about them mm-hmm. and and evidence early evidence would seem to su- suggest that those things do help uh, patients uh, mentally as well as physically in their recovery from chronic illnesses and just in their overall satisfaction with their lives and so a part of the school of medicine would be collaborating with crystal bridges on uh, helping students learn to be more observant uh, you know, increase their awareness of different perspectives, encouraging reflection, all those things everyone knows art does, and uh, um, and and tying that into training more holistic doctors. You know, and so yeah, one resource uh, the American Association of Medical Colleges has done a study called the Frame Study F R A H M E. That's an acronym on the value of art in the medical world. And they, they're part of, uh, part of the research that the, the people at the school have cited to me um, as far as the art goes. Yeah. And, and some of the other techniques that, that your story discusses as far as whole health goes, uh, breathing, uh, exercises, meditation. Uh, what are some, give us some examples of, of, some, of those, some of those kinds of treatments that a doctor might might uh, prescribe or recommend uh, in addition to traditional medical care. Uh huh. Yeah. So it. I mean, it could. It could include several things. Breathing exercises was a big thing mm-hmm. uh, mentioned by just about everyone. Mm-hmm. It could be yoga. It mm-hmm. could be acupuncture. Um, some people m- may consider herbal medicine in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it kind of varied with people mm-hmm. I talked to with whether or not they would include that. Mm-hmm. Um, but those sort of things, uh, like I said, there's sort of a growing amount of interest in researching them and how they connect to the person's overall well-being and especially helping with mental health uh, mm-hmm. issues. Um, so those are a few of the practices. The, the people at the VA in Fayetteville told me there's a veteran group that has done Tai Chi for, you know, about seven years now, mm-hmm. and uh, they were a part of what what started this whole health program at uh, the VA in Fayetteville, or started uh, word of mouth interest among veterans anyway. Mm-hmm. So it 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 varies a little bit from organization to organization, and mm-hmm. I would say this whole overall concept is still being defined a little bit, but. Uh, the whole health institute and the school of medicine will be a big part of mm-hmm. helping to find that really for the whole world um, mm-hmm. and the certainly the region. Yeah, well, and you know the the involvement in in institutions like Washington Regional and the Cleveland Clinic seem to to give it some uh, uh, give it some credibility and give it some uh, some uh, um, 
influence uh, mm -hmm. in, in how they're proceeding to, uh, uh, to sort of uh, create this new kind of relationship between doctor and patient. I talked to Dr. Adam Reinflesch, and he's the Vice Dean for Education at the School of Medicine in Bentonville, and uh, he's, he came from a school that, you know, a lot of schools do these, this sort of approach bits and pieces, mm -hmm. uh, but this will be the first school, this one in Bentonville will be the first one that really does it in every practice and every part of the curriculum that it does. He came from an example of a school that does it in bits and pieces in the University of Wisconsin, uh, their School of Medicine. But it's, it really is a thing that has grown in interest uh, at different medical schools across the country. So it, I would say people will have their eyes on Bentonville and you know what's, how this is going to play out a little bit, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, it's all very interesting. It's, uh, I, it's, it's the first time I've ever uh, witnessed uh, a, a, you know, the creation of a medical school from scratch out of, out of nothing in just a short period of time. So this, this will be very interesting to watch and will be, will be very, very interesting to see how, uh, how successful it is and, and, and how this changes healthcare both in the region and, and, and around the world. Uh, so your story is coming out Sunday, is that right? That's what I hear. All right. So, uh, so uh, Garrett, thanks for visiting with us about your story. That'll be in the uh, about the new uh, Alice Walton School of Medicine uh, planned for Bentonville. Uh, it'll be in Sunday's Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Thanks for being here, Garrett. Thanks, Rusty. So let me tell you about some other great content we've got coming for you this weekend in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. School opens this week in most parts of the region, and Mike Jones will have a story about the openings of schools and also school safety, driving rules, and that sort of thing. Just a reminder about being careful with school kids out on the streets. Janelle Jessen will take a look at student mental health and what resources might be available to local school districts in helping students through tougher times. The Washington County Crisis Intervention Unit, closed a year ago due to budget cuts, is set to reopen on Monday. Tom Sisson will have that story. Thomas Sassente will preview the opening of new bike and multi-purpose trails in Alma. Check out his story. The city of Greenwood is continuing to discuss water rights in an area of land it recently annexed so that development can commence. We'll have a story about that as well. All of this content and much, much more coming your way this weekend in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Our subscribers can access it on our tablet and smartphone apps in our replica edition, and you can, they can also access it at our website at nwaonline.com. If you're not a subscriber but would like to check out these stories and more, all you have to do is go to that website, nwaonline.com, and click on the subscribe button, or you can give us a call at 479-684-5509. Again, that is 479-684-5509. We appreciate your support, and we appreciate our subscribers who help us commit to local journalism every day in Northwest Arkansas and the River Valley. Thanks for joining us today on the Know the News podcast. We will be back next week with a new edition. Until then, this is Rusty Turner signing off.